0: Welcome to this Palm Sunday worship. Welcome to those who are joining us on our radio broadcast, on our YouTube channel, or on our OSL podcast. Welcome. I do invite you, if you are able, to um, consider sponsoring our radio broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about that, please email our church office. As you prepare for worship this morning, I I encourage you to light a candle to gather some bread and wine or grape juice for communion. And if you have colored a palm branch from our website, I invite you to gather that as well as we join together in worship on this Palm Sunday. We begin with a reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, the story of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied there, and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this. The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large, large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna, in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ now if you have been able to gather together your palm branches downloaded and colored from our website i invite you to hold that palm branch in your hand as we pray the lord be with you let us pray we praise you O god for redeeming the world through our savior jesus christ today we remember how jesus entered the holy city in triumph and was proclaimed Messiah and King by those who spread garments and branches along his way. Bless our branches and those who carry them, O God, and bless all near and far who join in our worship this day. Grant us grace to follow Jesus in the way of the cross so that joined to his death and resurrection, we enter into life with you, Through Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We join now together in singing our hymn, All Glory, Laud, and Honor, hymn number 344. We sing verses 1, 3, and 4 together. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Let us pray. Sovereign God, you have established your rule in the human heart through the servanthood of Jesus Christ. By your Spirit, keep us in the joyful procession of those who with their tongues confess Jesus and Lord as Lord and with their lives. Praise him as Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We sing together our gospel acclamation. Return to the Lord. from
1: you who had fallen asleep, were raised. After his resurrection, they came out of the tombs and entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now when the centurion and those with him who were keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and what took place, they were terrified and said, truly, this man was God's son. Many women were also there looking on from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee and had provided for him. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of of the sons of Zebedee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Dear sisters and brothers, Grace and peace to you from the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Maybe you've seen this meme making the rounds on social media. I wasn't planning on giving up this much for Lent. Or one that's like it. This is the Lentiest Lent I've ever Lented. This is not how it is supposed to be. You should not be at home this morning, and I should not be here with just Pastor Heather and Michaela. This morning should have been festive, with all of us gathered outside the sanctuary with palm branches in hand to hear Pastor Heather read the processional gospel. The celebratory feeling should have continued as we walked, processed together, into the sanctuary singing all glory, laud, and honor. And as we shouted, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. This is not how it is supposed to be. There's a lot of that going around right now. Cancelled spring break trips or other travel plans, more Zoom meetings than you can count, working and learning from home, Postponed community events, sporting events, arts events, no going out for Sunday brunch, layoffs, furloughs, worry about paying your bills, and seniors. This is not how the final quarter of your high school or college career is supposed to go. This is not how it is supposed to be. I'm pretty sure that is what the disciples said, too as they stood around the cross. Their journey with Jesus began up in Galilee, where most of Jesus' ministry took place. They began the journey south to Jerusalem so as to arrive in time for the pilgrimage festival of Passover, a festival remembering the mighty acts of God that delivered them from slavery, a festival celebrating their freedom, Jerusalem was full to bursting, not only with pilgrims, but with additional Roman troops brought in for the week. Even the governor of the region, Pilate, had come to Jerusalem, just in case things got out of hand. The air was politically and religiously charged And the disciples might have worried a bit on the Sunday when Jesus entered the city, with people shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. That's a royal title, a political title, you see. But the fervor died down quickly, and everything was fine until it wasn't. And now here they are at the cross, things not as they should be, not as they imagined it would be, not as they hoped it would be. You know, I've read and heard the story of Jesus's passion so many times that sometimes I have a hard time paying attention. My mind might wander for a second or two, but that's okay because I can always re-enter the story and not feel lost because the plot is so familiar. But this year, in my reading of the story, one verse in particular did catch my attention, a verse that I am quite sure I have rushed by in the past. And it's this verse. It's verse 55. Many women were also there, looking on from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee and had provided for him. No doubt the phrase, from a distance, is what caught my attention. That's how I feel this year. I feel like I'm entering Holy Week from a distance, and it's strange. I'm used to waving palm branches in procession on Palm Sunday. I'm used to sharing the Lord's Supper with all of you gathered here. I'm used to standing so near the cross that I can reach out and touch it in prayer and devotion on Good Friday. You know, whether in a painting or a photograph or on the screen, artists have a way of drawing your attention to the central subject of their work through the use of color and perspective and placement and such. But for whatever reason, the author of the gospel has placed these women, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee, on the edge of the picture. They have not been the central characters in the story so far, even though this verse acknowledges that they have been supporting Jesus's ministry since the time in Galilee. They have been disciples, followers of Jesus from the start. The social customs and practices of the day may have kept these women at a distance, but still Jesus drew them in. Still, it was participation in Jesus' ministry that gave purpose and direction and meaning to their lives, just as it does to ours. Even from a distance, the center, Jesus, still holds. Even from a distance, Jesus still draws us in, still holds us close to each other. This is a holy week we will not soon forget. As this central holiday, as these central holy days unfold, we, all of us, are trying to figure out how to honor the traditions and rituals that have been so meaningful to us and given shape to our practice of worship. Even as we are also learning new ways of worshiping, new ways of connecting with each other, and encouraging and supporting each other in faith. Although we are standing at a distance as this Holy Week begins, Jesus is still at the center and draws our attention. And although the cross reminds us that death still wreaks havoc in the world, it reminds us, too, that Jesus is present there. Jesus is present in our death, in our disease, in our despair, our loneliness, our uncertainty, our anxiety, and our fear. We may be distant and self-isolated, but we are not alone. I remind you that even Jesus found the weight of being separated from his friends and family unbearable. And if you need to cry out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, you'll be in good company. I also remind you that it is okay to turn the page and read the next chapter. Things will not always be like this. New life is coming. We are Easter people, after all, even as this holy week unfolds. Those disciples who have been standing at a distance will take center stage on Sunday as they walk to the tomb and are greeted by a messenger with a most amazing bit of good news. If you need to hear that bit of good news before Sunday, then do it. Read Matthew chapter 28. This is not how it is supposed to be. I know of no other story that speaks so well to the reality of our lives right now than the story of Jesus' passion. When our hopes and dreams and plans get interrupted by a virus or death, it is hard to see where God is. But these stories remind us that God is where God always is, in the thick of things, bringing healing, offering forgiveness, fostering new connections, creating life out of death. I hope that over this next week, you are able to spend some time with these stories and join us for worship as, together from a distance, we reflect on the mystery of our faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep you during this holy week, during this pandemic, and always in Christ Jesus, our Savior, amen. We sing together our hymn of the day, there in God's garden. That's hymn number 342, verses 1, 4, and 6.
0: Turning our hearts to God, who is gracious and merciful, we pray for the church, for the world, and for all in need. God of mercy, awaken your church to new proclamations of your faithfulness. By your Spirit, give us bold and faithful words to speak, That we might proclaim your goodness and love through our words and our deeds. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of mercy, quiet the earth where it trembles and shakes. Protect vulnerable ecosystems, threatened habitats, endangered species. Aid communities ravished by tornadoes and earthquakes, especially in Alabama, in Mississippi, in Idaho. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. God of mercy, guide leaders of the nations that they speak the truth, halt the spread of miscommunication, and act with justice so that all your family may know healing. Bring peace and hope to all who feel overwhelmed, confused, or uncertain lead us as your people in and for your world to offer hope truth and love hear us O God your mercy is great God of mercy grant us your spirit of love and self-discipline so that we may come together working to control the coronavirus and discover new ways to prevent infection Strengthen and encourage all who work in the medical profession. Inspire and give insight to researchers and virologists as they seek to work to develop a vaccine. Protect from harm grocery workers, truck drivers, mail carriers, sanitation workers, and all who provide essential services. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of mercy. Come to the aid of all who are sick and suffering. Heal the wounded. Reassure the worried and anxious. Sustain and encourage those who are quarantined and those in assisted living facilities and nursing homes. Sit vigil and comfort the dying. Tend to all who cry out for relief, especially Avis Smithback, Ruth Gilbertson, Steve Knutsen, Kelly Schull, Lynn Borscherding, Lonnie Maves, Jerry Tiemann, Alice Kennedy, Carolyn Barnhart, Steve Terry, and Marilyn Lee. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of mercy, we pray for the church as we prepare to celebrate Holy Week From a distance this year, in all things, show us the ways you call us to live for you and to give ourselves away for the sake of others. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. God of mercy, when we breathe our last, you raise us to eternal life. With all your witnesses in heaven and on earth, let us boldly confess the name of Jesus Christ, our resurrection and our hope. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. According to your steadfast love, O God, hear these and all our prayers, as we commend them to you, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the risen Lord be with you always. And
1: also with
0: you. Wherever you are, receive the gift of Christ's peace and share a sign of that peace if you are gathered with others in your home this day. While we sing the Offertory, I invite you to gather bread and wine or juice as we prepare to celebrate the meal of Holy Communion. I also encourage you to think about your own generosity, all the ways in which you are called to be generous with your time, your talents, your resources. We welcome your offering to OSL and our shared ministry. You are invited to send your offering in the mail or use our online giving options on our website, oslme.com. We join together in singing our offertory, Create in Me, that can be found in the ELW hymn 186.
1: us pray. Holy and generous host, you set a table where we feast as friends. Prepare us to witness to your goodness with every gift you have given us to share, that all people may know your peace through Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your
0: hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise.
1: In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to all to drink saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Our Father Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom kingdom come, come. your Your will will be be done, done on earth as in in heaven. heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. As we share an offering of special music this morning, I invite you to share Holy Communion with those you are gathered with, or to receive the gift of communion yourself. This is the body of Christ given for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. We thank you, living God, for the body and blood of your Son, which sustains us in the wilderness and the garden alike. As Christ has loved us in this feast, so send us to love Christ in our neighbors. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Hear now this benediction, this blessing, as you are sent forth into the rest of your day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us in worship this day on this Palm Sunday. I invite you into our worship services in this Holy Week. We will gather for worship virtually, both for Maundy Thursday and for Good Friday and for Easter Sunday. You can find uh, both a, a video and audio version of our worship services on our OSL website you can find those on our YouTube channel and our podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find the OSL podcast as well. And I remind you that just as you were invited to be creative in a palm branch expression for worship this day, you'll find on our website um, a lovely Alleluia butterfly that you can download and color as well um, to celebrate wherever you are on our Easter service. Uh, in addition, I invite you to consider recording yourself or your family sharing one of three different parts of our Easter proclamation. The first is, Christ is risen. The next option, he is risen indeed. The third option, alleluia. You can record yourself on your phone. Send it in to me at heather any format is fine, and we will put um, those, those proclamations together so we can see one another's faces and hear one another's voices on Easter morning. I invite you to continue to be generous as you are able, and if you are able to send in your church offering or use our online giving option um, at oslme.com, I invite you to do so too as you are able. We conclude our worship this day as we sing our final ascending hymn, Jesus, Keep Me Near the Cross, hymn number 335, verses 1, 3, and 4. peace, O people of God. Share the good news through your faith, through your love, through your life. And thanks be to God for you. May God be with you till we meet again.